0: Welcome back to The Brandon White Show, where we have conversations worth listening to give you an edge to win in your business and your life. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go. Welcome back to The Edge Podcast, giving you the edge to win in business and in life. Here's your host, Brandon White. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today, we are talking about a science-based way to achieve your peak performance. And I'm going to talk about two studies that were done in two different institutions with cyclists to demonstrate how this works. And what got me thinking about this is that a previous episode that we did on the edge with Paul Rathnam who is the CEO of Mod Pools. And I was having a discussion with them and I can't remember if it was actually on the air or off and we're talking about his sales numbers And I said, well, how did you set that number? And he said, I just pulled it out of the air and told everybody that we could achieve it. And if you're listening and thinking, well, that's crazy, that's not based on anything, well, that's sort of true. But at the same token, it almost seemed unfathomable to them because I think it was. Exponentially larger than they had achieved the previous year, like four or five times the sales. But he told everybody that it was achievable and they hit it. And these studies talk and show how that's actually possible. And I don't want to say that you trick your mind, but you almost trick your mind into making this happen. So, what is peak performance? Peak performance is a task or the performance of a task. At the optimum level of an individual's, yours or your team's, physical abilities, mental capabilities, or both. And it really got me thinking between that conversation with Paul and reading these studies that we may be able to achieve so much more than we even think we can. In fact, we know we can do that. But the real question here is what's holding us back from actually doing that? So let's take a look at these two studies. The first one was done, and it was published in Medicine and Science in Sports and Exercise in 2012, and the title of it was Effects of Deception on Exercise Performance, Implications for Determinants of Fatigue in Humans. And what they did, this was Mark Robert Stone, Kevin Thomas, Michael Wilkinson, Andrew Jones, Alan Claire Gibson and Kevin Thompson. And they did a study with cyclists where they had them sit on a trainer and there was a computer screen in front of them. They 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 benchmarked the cyclist's best effort or somehow got their best effort numbers. Because we as a felt as a cyclist, we're always recording our best numbers. We know what our FTP is, which is the highest threshold of performance we can hold for at least an hour. And they put that on the screen and what they told them was, this is your best performance. You're going to be this other avatar and you got to keep up with your best performance. And as it turns out, the cyclists did that, and they were able to achieve it. Now, what the researchers didn't tell the cyclists is they had actually increased that, quote-unquote, best effort avatar by 2%. And almost everyone in the study achieved it, enough that it was a significantly it was a statistically significant result. So, this leads you to believe that if you can trick your mind into believing that you're doing something that you already have achieved, that you can actually achieve more. And this had little to do with their physical ability in the sense that from the time that that quote-unquote best performance happened, that they increased it, and the time they got on the trainer to do this was not a significant enough time that you could do it by 2%, increase it by 2%. And these are cyclists who are training all the time. So while that sounds very small, a 2% increase over a 120-mile race is, you could be ahead by 2-plus miles if we look at it. Like that, and convert it into some simple math. It is significant in a bicycling race, so that sort of blew my mind. Then there was another study by Joe Colbert, Martin Bar Barwood. I hope I'm getting these names right. Richard Thewell and Matt Dix, and there was also a Bernard. And I'm not going to get this correct, but. I'll just spell it O-U-Z-O-U-N-O-G-L-O-U. And they did a study that was also published in the Medicine, Science, and Sports and Exercise Journal, and it was in 2011. It was titled, Influence of Competition on Performance and Pacing During Cycling Exercise. So what they did was they put cyclists again on a trainer, and they said that they would be competing against someone who was in another room and would be racing against them. There's actually a, a online program that a lot of cyclists use that I used to use, but then we got a Peloton, which was called, which is called Swift. And it has these avatars where you're an avatar and you race against people. And what they found was, was that they, when they increased that person's, that the subject was competing against. Again, they varied it between 2 and 5%. The person could again beat their best effort. So competition actually can move you to a place that you didn't think you could go. And I got to tell you, this happens to me all the time. It happens to me riding the bike. I might just be having a leisurely ride or... Sometimes I'm just tired at the end of the day and I just, I'm just doing my best to do the ride and get home. And then all of a sudden I I catch a blinking light. And what that is, is usually another cyclist who's ahead of me somewhere. And all of a sudden I mean, I have this, it's like, I'm a totally different person. I'm, I'm invigorated and I'm refreshed and I'm ready to go chase that person. And it's just amazing how that instant shift can happen. And it can happen in business too. You may think that you can't hit $7 million in sales and you're at $3 million. But somehow you set the goal and you play some games. And before you know it, you've actually hit that. And I think there's ways that you can do this with your team. Now I'm not suggesting that you lie to your team. I don't think lying is good. But maybe if you increase what everybody thinks they're doing for a target by a few percentage points, maybe that's not lying. Maybe that's just uh, a white lie, or or is it helping people become better? And achieve things that they didn't think they could achieve. Just like with mod pools, it was, he never, Paul never told the team that he pulled that out of his hat. He told them that it was a number and they believed that it was based on some analysis, whether that was marketing analysis or whatever that is. So I challenge you to think about these two studies are proof that you absolutely can achieve more than you think you can, certainly physically and mentally in in performance, physical exercises. But I, it is all, I also think that it is completely possible. In fact, I know it is completely possible in business because people do it all the time. So figure out how you can set these goals, even just telling yourself. There's a lot of science around just telling yourself, hey, I can do this, or visualizing yourself doing that visualizing your team and seeing that happen cuz your mind really doesn't know the difference between actually doing something and rehearsing it in your head so find ways to trick yourself incentivize yourself and get your mind and your team's mind believing that they're actually doing what they already believe is their max but it is exceeds it and If you have any feedback, send me an email. Thanks a lot. We'll see you soon. Bye, everyone.